We back. Oh boy. We back. Not another one. We back. What's another going on, one. everybody? This another is Ever Daily with the I Hate Traffic Podcast. And yes, we are doing a mashup. Another one? Another one. Damn it. Chris, my boy Chris Kane. Go ahead and introduce What's him. up, y'all? It's your boy Chris Kane here with the Unofficial Therapy Podcast with another mashup. We over here just kind of spontaneous uh, podcast here. Well, I mean, we're putting a finishing touches on a track, On right? a track. Like, can, we, can we talk about Stay it now? Tuned. Oh, okay, we can't. Nah, because we got because now we gotta sign NDAs and shit. Oh, <laughs> and we can't yeah. we can't really fuck with that because oh, you know the okay. mom of the group will, will kill us. So. Mama, mama stabbed me one time. Yeah, see, I don't want to say anything too crazy, yeah. but what's going what's, on? What's going on, man? Dude, you're you, you're turning you turning dirty thirty, dog. Man, I don't. That shit sounds weird coming out of your. Your mouth. Boss! <laughs> you turning dirty 30, nigga. <laughs> it sounds weird about your mouth. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't, I don't accept what you, you turn. Said. I'm sorry. You, you turn, I'm turning 30. You right. turning 30. Yeah. How do you feel, man? You feel old? You know what? Uh, not yet, because it's still like a month away. Yeah. It's even, it's even a little bit more than a month. I don't... I feel like it's going to be big when it hits me. Yeah. Like, when it... The day... Before when I'm still signing stuff, that two nine two nine and killing it, uh, and that next day when I gotta make that extra loop on ooh. that two and turn it into a three, I'd be like, <sighs> "How do you feel about?" Because I was I just turned twenty seven, and I was talking to my family and my lady about the fact that like Ugh, I'm twenty seven, I need like I need to get my shit together. That's, how, I mean? that's how I felt at twenty five. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, does that does that I guess the urgency behind getting your shit together is a bigger thing. I'll tell you what I thought of for the first time. I thought about how nice countertops are. (laughs) Wait, what? I was like, damn, is that marble? Wait, how does that... Just because you're like, damn, at 30 years old, I need to have a marble countertop. It's more like some adult shit. Because adults have... They see nice other shit. Is, yeah. They see they see like the refrigerator that got the the water on the outside kind of thing. And it's like... That's some real shit. So I was like... I was at someone's house and they were like, "Hey, you want some wire?" And they put it on the countertop, and I was like, "Oh, you don't put it down too hard." But it was so reinforced as a yeah. counter. It was so I was like, "That's a really nice what fab? What, what is that? I want to use that for my countertop whenever I get property." Then I was just start thinking about property, and I was like, "Man, yeah. I don't own nothing for real." I think it's there's not my a, car, right? So. I think there's like a different because I think like, dude, I'm only I like to think of it as like, yo, I'm only 27, like. Do I really need to get my shit together now? Like Maybe. that's my that's my thing. Sure. By shit together, that means that that can mean a multitude of things. But <clears throat> by shit together, it's like okay, I need to start getting my finances right. Maybe get a car. Maybe you know. Well, yeah. Maybe take care of my take care of business responsibilities. Like you know, yeah. get a house. All this shit. Get my credit back up. You know, like I should be doing this shit anyways, but now there's like a sense of urgency because I'm like, oh, then there's a family, then there's kids and all that stuff. But I think there's a difference when you're single and when you're not. And I, like I said, I'm only 27, but I'm in a relationship. I've you been in, I've been in a relationship. See, here's the thing: you getting your shit together is us getting our shit together. Yeah. Me yeah. getting my shit together, which has actually been, I mean, you know me for the last like few months whatever so you know this is you know this is what my plan is in effect now about getting my shit together mm-hmm. i was doing that at 29 yeah not necessarily prepping for 30 it was more just like i didn't like where i was yeah so for i said, sure. let me try to get my my life in order yeah and now with the the 30 thing coming 
it's really like I don't like I don't do resolutions. Yeah. I don't believe in checkpoints kind of things. It is a thing though where if I'm having a conversation with a young lady, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, So um like what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I work in the gym. She's like, Cool, you wear a name tag at thirty? And it's like Ugh. Ugh. Ouch. <laughs> like like that it, and I have a you know, we career trainer mm-hmm. or whatever. So it's not like yeah. oh yeah, we're daily fitness kind of thing. Yeah. But it does like it starts moving the needle because then you're mm-hmm. thrust into the category of other thirty year olds. Yeah. I don't really care what other people are doing for real. I don't yeah. I don't I don't do that anyway. Good. But I do know that if I met a thirty year old woman, which I obviously have and she's like, Oh yeah, I still I don't know, I still answer the phones at some place. Mm-hmm. I will look at her and not like, oh, she's not doing enough with her life, but right. it will be for a second, there'll be some kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what, what are your, is that your goal? You should be closer to your goal than that. At third. Yeah. I, I think that would be yeah. kind of what the conversation is. So yeah. that's what's in my mind. Not like I'm far behind eight ball. Cause I moved out here yeah. a, a year plus ago. So it was like yeah. where I was at your age, 27 yeah. was financially, I think my best year. 27. Really? I was that dude. Really? I was I was I had gotten a car. I had moved into Coral Gables. Was like oh, shit. Living it living it up. I paid all my credit cards off at 27. That's dope. All of them. And I felt like I was the most secure version of myself. My training business was balling. Uh-huh. My comedy was doing well. I paid all my bills off. Yeah. Like, you know, I got to travel a little bit. It was mm-hmm. really like a whole lot of stuff. Yeah. 28 was a really good year as well, but 28, I was preparing to move here. Yeah, So yeah, it was a good year, but I knew I was moving, so I had, I didn't waste money. It was like, have money to move to California and stuff. Yeah. 27, if you had seen me then, you'd be like, yo, this guy's a boss. New car, got spot, this and that. Man, you're going to kill it at 30. And then you see me at 30, I'm like, you know, just sound like Terrence Howard. I will, I will <laughs> say this, though. You know, and I had, I can say the same thing for myself is like, when I was, God, when I was... When I, when I was growing up and I was living in the place where I grew up, right. right, and I was kind of like getting my shit together in the place that I grew up and that I knew and I was familiar with and I could network, like, I was that dude. Like, I was killing the game, yeah. right? But then as soon as I moved away into a different, where I didn't know anybody or anything or didn't really have anything to kind of like be a safety net or even not even a safety net, but just an unfamiliar territory. Unfamiliar. Shit got real, you know what I mean? And shit's still, you know, shit's still real. And, you know, in the past, I would blame it on L.A. I would literally just be like... People love blaming L.A. for their problems. It's, it's, you know, it's... I would always blame it on L.A. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have my opinions about L.A., but in terms of my own, like, in terms of, like, what my situation is... Um, I used to say, oh man, like LA is just so full of shit and there's no opportunities. And this, well, that's, but it's, that's definitely not true. It's, de- it's definitely that's, not true. That's there's the most opportunities everywhere. I think, if anything, it, it really like, it's a reality check in it and it shows you, like, okay, like you were that dude there, like, but you have this much further to go. You know what I mean? Like, this is, it, and it just, it pushes you. Um, I think, in terms of like the age thing, you know, like, I mean, you can say like it's it's all relative, but um, with for me and a, for God, 
For me, for me I just feel <laughs> in a rela- being in a relationship <laughs> like I feel like if I weren't in a relationship, yeah. Oh, I would be dragging my fucking feet. I'd probably go yeah. back. I'd probably be I'd probably go back home. I'd probably She's go back it. home and get my shit together and then come back when when it was convenient for me. But I think the good You got thing, a good girl. That's why that's why that's why it works. Exactly. Not just being in a relationship, being in the right relationship. Yeah, and right. and that's yeah. you know, and that's I'm able to continue to push myself because I'm, you know, I'm fortunate cuz my girl is super smart. Like she she helps me out, but she only helps me out to a certain point. So I'm still pushing myself. You, you know what I mean? So so it's not she's not a safety net. She's more of a like. She'll get rid of you. Yeah, she, I've seen her instantly. Instantly, she's, I think she's been waiting. Waiting for me to fuck up. You know what I mean? But and I'm fully aware. Yeah. You know, so it, it keeps me it, like it keeps me on my toes. Whether it's you know like you know financially, all that shit. Like, yeah. and I think the fact that like she obviously wants us to be a thing. You know, in the future, like she wants a family, kids, all that stuff. Sure. Like. You know, women think of w- women think of that shit way differently than men do. There's men don't really think about it in terms of like, oh, it needs to happen in this timeline because our, our swimmers are going to be there for a minute. <laughs> I heard swimmers say <laughs> biology in like <laughs> ninth grade. They go, <laughs> our swimmer. I just hate the word sperm or seed. I don't like. I don't like what you just did with swimmers, but yeah, swim, this, this swimmers is, is fine. This is this is what this is why this is where I've gotten to, and I've said this on previous. Of my podcast, your listeners may not have heard it, but I believe very much so in perspective. It really is what defines kind of the person I am and how I train and how I communicate with people. Yep. And so, if if there was like a blind resume, mm-hmm. all right, twenty nine year old dude about to turn thirty, um, about to move, trying to get life together, blah blah blah. How viable is this person like going forward? Mm-hmm. Think of it like a stock. It's a right. stock that people wouldn't want to invest in based on that because mm-hmm. it's not impressive, like, written down or whatever. Right. But the devil's in the details and the nuances, right? Mm-hmm. So if someone, like, met me as a person and, like, so this happened, this, is, this actually happened yesterday. And I don't, I'm just telling other people, whatever. So I trained a couple, like, really high-end people. Mm-hmm. Um, not high-end, like, famous, high-end, like. They got it. Like the neighborhood they live in, you got to make at least three to five million to even stay there. Got it. And so I met them through someone else. This isn't through my own bossness. I trained someone who's friends with them, and they said, "Hey, this guy is dope. Mm-hmm. You should work out with him too." Yeah. And the people I trained, they're you know with the typical kind of snooty whatever type yeah, of people. Yeah, for sure. And the mom of the family, I guess, the matriarch. We we trained yesterday, and she's for the most part been very like. Here, come in, be here at 7, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you leave at 8, shake your hand, here's yeah. your money, have a good day. Yeah. We randomly like talked a little bit post-session yesterday because we were connecting a little bit. She's The iceberg was melting a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she asked me if I wanted some tea post-workout. And tea is delicious. Who thought it was one tea? Absolutely. Shit. And she had just regular granulated sugar. Mm-hmm. And then she had sugar cubes. Okay. Which is dope. I've never seen sugar cubes. Really? Before. Never. I've seen them once. So I'm thinking this is shit that I've seen horses eat them. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and um, she's like, do you want sugar? And I was like, listen, I'm not the biggest sugar fan. But when I am, I'm about that block I'm sugar. I'm about that block sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Which is stupid. I've never had block sugar before. Right? Yeah, but that shit's cute. And she, but she started laughing. And then she just kind of like looked down at her teeth for a second. She's like, you're going to go far in life. And I was like, 
What? And she had we had we weren't talking about anything. Yeah, we were talking yeah, sugar. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what, why, why did you say that? She was like. I don't know you. You have a spirit about you. You have energy about you. That mm-hmm. yeah, you're you're a good trainer. Obviously, that's why we're employing you. I get that. Yeah. But there's and this is the one who deals. She's a, she's a doctor. Doctor yeah. deals in that field of people. It was just like there's something about you that yeah is not on paper. Right. And so because that's my perspective, I'm like, listen, I know where I am. But yeah. the fact that I have the awareness to know that I can be better than where I am, and absolutely, I'm working towards, it and I have the means to get. To where I want to get to. Yep. The resume may be unimpressive, but the you're person right. behind the resume that's the can make thing. up the, the difference, right? So that's why when people are like, "Man, thirty, you should be killing the game." Like, yeah, if I was just a piece of paper. Right. Exactly. But I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm a real person, and if someone said you saw like the the stock trajectory, it was right. like 26, 27, 28, and then right. twenty nine, it got turbulent and came down. So what happened? Yeah. It's like you changed coast, left everybody behind. And then started over, and then and, and all that, and it's like, all right, now it makes more sense. And to your so, point, yeah. I think it also, to your point, I think it also makes sense in terms of like perspective, because then you start to think about, okay, well, in your perspective, what is the most important way? Like, what do you find? What do you see as being like a symbol of success? You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> and you can get on some spiritual shit or not, but you can say like, you know, what is what is my purpose here? Is my purpose mm. to just like, you know, like get bitches, make money, like do hey. all this shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And then that's, and then that, and then that success. And then like people, cause there are people, but here's the thing. There are people that view that as success. Absolutely, like, sure. you know, and like, like you, you, you come from Miami. I'm sure that's, a thing out there like oh it's a real thing like, I mean, there's dudes walk around with license plates you can call me Mr. Bitches right exactly like same in LA like you know like money is a huge thing what kind of car you drive is a huge thing and they're all pieces you know I'm, that's not true but a lot of do, those people are like not the nicest people I was gonna say pieces of shit but that's a little harsh cause I that's don't, a lot wow. cause I don't cause I don't but, cause I don't know them but they're not the nicest people. They aren't the, they aren't those people that like like you have that have like a spirit about them. But they have all this money. And does that mean that that that's their definition of success? Mm. You know, and I, I, I don't know about you, but this is probably true for you, but the way I was raised was, you know, success is the way other pe- like the way you make other people feel like if you make other people feel good when they're around you yeah. then that then you're doing what you're supposed to do like you are a successful person you know what i mean and i think and i think that's mm. you know and i think that's one of the biggest things cuz another thing is like that i was taught is like you know my dad tells me this every time i'm talking to him on the phone but he's like you know like don't think of a destination like don't Mm -hmm. you're not gonna arrive anywhere you know what i mean so like yeah work hard but like just work hard so you're able to do what you like to do you know what i mean but don't think of it as like uh like i have to be here at this certain point and you know and when you're in a relationship like i'm in a relationship where like we may or not we may or may not have that same perspective and that's just based off of how we were raised you know so i have a you know i have a perspective of like you know like our current situation is great like i'm happy you know, I'm doing what I love, like, and, you know, but then there's another perspective in that relationship. Just like, well, yeah, but I want to get here, like, by by the yeah. time I'm here, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that that's necessarily wrong, but I'm just saying, just like, different. there has to, yeah, it's just different, you know, but to me, like, that being said, it's kind of like, you know, pick your poison, but I, I do think that, 
Um, I do think that having that, not everybody's blessed with having that, that like, because people have told me the same thing too. Like mm. some people at the at the gym are like, you got it. Like you're going to go far because you have that spirit about okay. you, you know? And I think that people who have that attract other people that have that. And those people another. tend to come together and then that's how they get to the next level. But, you know, but it's being able to find those people and then stay away from the people that are like the opposite of that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because if the people with the opposite of that are literally just going to hate on that. Like, they're just going to be like, nah, bro. Like, <laughs> But you got to, you take that shit with a grain of salt. I exactly. Mean, as far as success goes, I guess, to get to that original question you had. Yeah. Um, I don't have tidbits of parental wisdom about what success is. It's, right, right, right. I think, I always tell my, my tell both my parents this. They're essentially two halves of a coin. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is the dreamer, my dad's the doer, mm-hmm. but he didn't have a dream to work towards, he just worked. Yep. She had a dream, but she didn't have any works to get to the dream. Got it. And then I'm like the accumulation of those two skill sets. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm the kid with the dream who's also working on it. Yeah. So I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think in some way the best version of both of them. That's right. That, yeah. I and so neither sure. of them individually had the full view of it. Right. right and so right. neither of them can really give it. They, my mom... Just she wanted to be a singer. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was little, like she was singing while you know she was cooking or whooping us. You ever whoop to a soundtrack? You know she doing demo tapes while she's giving us a whooping. <laughs> but um, and my dad was my dad can do anything. He's yeah. like he can carpenter. He can fix anything on a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows yeah. like he can anything any of that stuff but I was like yeah. what do you want to do with that he's like when I was a kid this is what my dad made this us do this is what it was never doing. anything more than that so yeah, yeah, yeah. for them my dad's success is having a job yeah that was he, like he said pretty much don't be a bum right don't live here at 30 yeah. with no job yeah I think my mom's idea of success is I guess getting closer to your dream so yeah, go for it um, but because she never really got as close to hers as she wanted to I don't think she knows what that would look like yeah, yeah, yeah so I'm kind of carving success out for the fam. That's on some level, on some level, I, they're watching dope. me and taking their cues from me, even though like that's dope. I should be following someone else's path theoretically, but I'm kind of going forward. And at one point, my idea of success was all scholastic, right? It was yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Are you if your grades are X Y Z, yeah, then you're successful. It's hard to break out of that after you graduate. It's really yeah. hard to break out of that absolutely that mindset because like, like I said, I went to. I went to a, a top tier school where that was a mindset, and then after uh, myself included, like a lot of friends that graduated, like were kind of lost after that. We're like, fuck, like, damn, what, what now? Like, nigga, I'm the shit at pre-algebra. Like, right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, I applied to this job, yeah. but they didn't ask for my transcript. What am I about to do? So, yeah, I was cold on that debate team. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's I cool. I can see that. Uh, can you stack boxes? Can you stack? <laughs> exactly. I can convince you to not make me stack boxes. I think uh, one of the things that I kind of took away from what you were just saying, though, is something that I, I really wish that I kind of... Because I, like, I think that's brilliant the way that you're able to kind of like see that mm. from your dad and see that from your mom and be able to be like, I need both. Because I think that's... One of the things that I struggled with for the longest time is I have to choose. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I have this dream, but I also have the, like, I need this job, 
like and I didn't know which like I would always go back and forth back and forth like I'm, I'm gonna chase my dream now right. I can't like 100% I'm gonna get this job get that paper. I, gotta, I gotta get this paper yeah. and then I'm gonna go back and forth and I think you know I think over time like the hard lessons learned super hard lessons learned I've managed to kind of figure out what you were kind of you were fortunate enough to kind of grasp from your parents mm-hmm. which is you know best of both worlds you can you can do you can do both at the same time sure. like my dad my dad he was one of those people he he dreamed to play in the NFL and he went until his body couldn't do it anymore when you know when he was like 28 his body gave out he was running back and he moved back home you know, married my mom and like just got to work you know what I mean and so in my mind I was like Ugh, dang like like the 27 thing I'm like yeah. shoot I only got like one more year and my dad's been saying like you know you can you can just do this on you know you do need to work you but you can do this for fun on the side and all this stuff and I was like no this is my thing this is what I do I gotta go 100 percent you know what I mean and then my mom she's always worked she's always just worked you know what I mean and she retired and now she's just now getting in. She opened her own business and now she's living now she's living her dream at like 60. You know what I mean? So it's like it's always been I've always soaked up the I have to choose one. Yeah. And and I can't go half on either one. But I think um, like knowing you and seeing that you're able to do that, it's like it, it opens my eyes to like, oh shoot, like I I can do both. And it doesn't need to be painful. You know what I mean? Right. It doesn't need to... like it's I, hard. I don't need to be pulled like this way and that way. Like there are ways to do it and, and enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's, you know, that's one of the the biggest... Like I made a huge move. Like I'm starting my new job on, on Monday. But it's, you know, it takes up a lot of time because it's a job. But I still... I figured out like, oh, but I still can work on like acting stuff you know what i mean like and they're they're gonna allow that like no i'm not gonna go out on a lot of auditions like i you know like i used to all the time but now i'm able to work on stuff with solstice and you know work on my own stuff Solstice we all we got we all we got but and i can afford you know and i can afford to like fund thing like my own projects because of this so it's like i'm figuring out how to do both so um, but no, that's, I was just like, you know, that's dope that you were able to kind of like see that because for a lot of people that will go like over their head, you know, so the well, fact that you can that. see that, like, oh, like my dad's got this, like a job is success and my mom, you know, following your dream is success and then being able to like do both. I think that's, I think that's huge, dog. Well, listen, we'll huge. see, we'll see how things go. I mean, I'm honest. Would you say things thing. are going pretty well right now? I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm my own biggest um, fan and critic yep. or whatever. So I always believe I can be doing more than what I'm doing. Absolutely. It's the main thing that keeps me going. I don't yep. really believe in complacency. And yep. when people say, good job, because people reach out to me, especially from Florida now, mm-hmm. right? Hey, man, like you're doing so many big things. We're so proud of you. It's kind of right. Thing. And my thought is always, thank you, but right. I should be... X, Y, and Z further. Now I don't even know exactly what that what that level is. Yeah. I just feel like I just feel 
that maybe I should have had like I'm so done with that phrase first of all and for me I just feel you said all you said it I say it all the time it's because it's your fault because you that's that's fair whatever I'll take that but what it is is I feel as though I should be at a higher level based on the way that my brain works Mm, so so I will even put it this way if you were trying to solve a puzzle Mm-hmm. And you thought you were really good at solving puzzles, you would think you would solve the puzzle faster than other people who solved the puzzle. Right. But so, if you're solving a puzzle at the same rate as other people who solve the puzzle, mm-hmm. then you're thinking, what am I not seeing? What variable am I not taking into account? Right. What right. am I missing that I'm solving it at the same speed as other people? Totally. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. obviously, anyone who moves out to LA assumes I'm gonna I'm a great Absolutely. actor, comedian, director, Absolutely. whatever. And so when you're in a room full of people who all think they're great at something. Mm-hmm. Then there's the saturation and there's regression to means and there's people just kind of in a bubble. Yeah. But everyone believes they're above the bubble. Yeah, and I believe that obviously to my heart, or else I wouldn't be here right now. Absolutely. So when I think I should be further ahead than I am, yep. I'm saying I'm further ahead based on my contemporaries and not even like I should already be famous. It's if it takes five years and uh, a rough estimate to but, be a commercial but, and stuff. That's where my brain is. Alright, so you you know what how long it normally takes. Yeah. You know what all the people who came in front of you know. Mm-hmm. And you're bringing all of your person with all yeah. their knowledge and all that shit. You should be you yeah. should be popping. Yeah, if you're not yeah, popping, yeah. then that means you're not using the resources properly. Right. You're being arrogant or stubborn about something. Yeah. Or your talent needs to get picked back up. Like yeah. you missed something. That's yeah, where yeah. my brain is. Um, do you do you feel like that's how do you like how do you measure that though? You know what I mean? Like I would say, like I would sit here and say, like, dude, you're you're mad successful. Like you're like it's perspective, I would, right? I, it's, it's all perspective. It's all perspective. And I would, you know, and I would, I would probably be one of those people that are like, hey, like you're killing it. And reason being, like I've seen you get up on stage and do your thing and mm. kill. You got to show February fifth at the comedy store. Just that's what I'm out saying. February fifth comedy oh, store. Go ahead. I'll see y'all. February fifth comedy store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'm through. sorry. I just I. No, no, no! Please do. That's yeah, what this guess, is for. We gotta plug it for the people. I don't know who's listening to this. But, thing, but, but that's what I'm meaning. Yeah. To be honest, I have no idea. But that's what that's what I'm saying. I know Sade listens. That's cool. Fair enough. Shout out Sade. She just did the last one. Um, but I think that you know, like, to somebody like me who isn't a comedian, yeah. like to know that somebody has a show at the comedy store more often, like more than once. Like that's huge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I'm not in. I'm not necessarily in that world. Right. I just got a lot of stuff for like I made a short film and a bunch of pe- a bunch of people back home were like yo Everett like you're killing it out there you're doing your thing and you're like man I'm bumming but that's what I'm saying yeah. but like and then but then that just comes down to like how we measure like it, that kind of changed my perspective because it comes down to like okay well how do we measure like where we are and where we want to be right. you know what I mean like what does that look like and I know that I I've told this to Chloe before too that nothing that has like nothing great that has happened to me has ever been expected you know what mm-hmm. i mean and that's like that's a little bit perspective but i mean like in terms of like career wise right. like me like me meeting you guys not expected sure. like us writing and shooting together not expected like me meeting the people at the gym like nothing has been planned, you know what I mean? And so when I sit and so, but I tend to fall back and like, I tend to try to calculate everything that I want to happen to me. Nine times out of 10, those things don't happen mm-hmm. because 
other awesome things are happening to me that I never that I never planned. And so now it's like at a certain point I have to sit back and say, okay, I need to stop like looking through this telescope. Right. You know what it's I mean? Tunnel vision. I yeah. need to stop this tunnel vision because there's so much other stuff that'll just happen. But I can't look at it like I want to be here at this certain point in this life. Like I don't know, like I don't know. I've just never had that experience of like I'm this is what I want to do five years from now and this is exactly how it's going to happen. I've never had that experience. And so when I hear people talk about like I sat down, I planned all my goals and I went and I did each and every one of them and I got to here, I I I can't knock anybody like for saying that, but I've just never had that experience. And Maybe that's just a difference in how certain people work, but I know that for myself, like I've always tried to do that, and I've always gotten extremely frustrated, you know, because I'm it's like, it's not your process. It's not my process, but I've learned that the best process for me is to just kind of be like, you know what, like f the bullshit, you know, I'm just gonna do what I enjoy doing, and you know, and just like do what I have to do, like work make my money and then just like do what I enjoy doing and everything else will kind of show up. Everything else will kind of pop up and everything else will work out itself. I don't know. I know a lot of, and I've talked to a lot of people, but a lot of people don't think that that's an effective way. Like a lot of people are like, you have to have a vision board. That's probably research that indicated things that go a certain way, but there's nothing about research and stats that they don't really apply to the individual. Exactly. So if you do a thousand people and you say 500 have a vision board, 500 don't, I imagine the 500 who do will probably do better. Yeah. But it doesn't mean everyone who doesn't won't make it. Right. Exactly. I've I've gone the approach of, because I I believe in sport metaphors for a Mm -hmm. lot of life because I like sports. Yeah, I talk about sports too. And I believe in like the process driven approach mm-hmm. more than the outcome driven approach mm-hmm. because I like that too because you can get an outcome based on bullshit exactly meaning let's say comedically I can go on stage and, and, in a banana suit and there's a dude in Florida who used to go on stage in a banana suit I don't that's know I, I don't know what his name was that's dope though. and he would get laughs because he would be like in a hey it's peanut butter jelly time and people would laugh oh peanut butter yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but here's the thing though that's not sustainable Right. Because the process behind that is, is shock. Oh, that guy's wearing a banana suit? That's funny. Yeah. But after 20 minutes of him being on stage, the, the, the luster's worn off. Right. Now, what is he saying? Is his jokes funny? No, his jokes aren't funny. Right. So this guy can't make it past a certain, you know, initial, oh, he's wearing a banana suit process. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you take a, the approach of writing your jokes, rewriting them, cleaning them up, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Some jokes will be funnier than others, but right. you're more likely to be funnier long-term. Right, right, and I think right. that's the true of everything. If your process and training, right, which is the thing I do as a career, yeah. is you try to fit the needs of your clients. Mm-hmm. You deal with their contraindications, things they shouldn't and can't do or whatever, and you try to bridge the gaps, and your goal is to set timetables and you know try to adhere to them but be flexible knowing that they may get it expanded a little bit. Right. Then more likely than not, you're going to have good relationships with your clients, yep. good sessions and good, you know, good training principles. Yeah. And sometimes people say, I want results today and they don't get them and they leave. Right, exactly. Sometimes people stay for a long time and don't get the results they want. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. more likely, if you stay on your process, then things are going to work out Agreed. more often than they should. I mean, more often than not and because the, pro- the thing you put into it 
it's consistent. It's a good product. Yeah. And so that's where, so you said, how do how do I how do I measure where I should be or shouldn't be? Mm-hmm. Is really if I'm doing the right process, right? Where you end up going is based on whatever door is open. And you exactly. don't you don't know what doors are going to open, and so I, when they I open up, agree. you yeah. walk through what opens. I yep. mean, I moved out here thinking I was going to just do training for a little bit and then just jump all the way into TV type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that hasn't happened, right? But I've right. done some TV stuff, I've yeah, done some yeah, yeah. other stuff, and whatever door opens up, like the first televised thing I did was a game show. Mm-hmm. I never even thought about being on a game show. Exactly, I but thought, it happened, and that's I, a door. I thought I would be. The muscle friend, or I'll play a personal trainer and a yeah. skit or something, or you know, just like a black dude on the beach or some shit. I'm yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. like what roles you could fit. Yeah, and all of a sudden it was like, are oh, you gonna be on a game show answering trivia questions? That's your that's your intro to all this stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just said okay and went with it. Yeah, because you don't know what doors you open. You don't know what's gonna happen. You just yeah. gotta be ready to walk through it yep. and then face what's on the other side. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yes, you should. I think you should have some kind of plan. I think you should have a process. I agree. Maybe even more so than a plan. Maybe those yeah. are semantics, but no, no, no. They're definitely like. I think there's a huge difference between having a process and having a plan. How much time you got? Like five. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think there's a difference between having a process and having a plan. Like the plan, you, a lot of the time you can, and this is only from personal experience, but a lot of the time you can get obsessed with the plan. Sure. And you neglect the process. Okay, you know, exactly. like you kind of, you put all your energy into planning, but you don't, like you don't execute it. Like there's no, pro- there's no process behind mm-hmm. the planning, right? And I think the biggest thing that, and this is just me going based off of what you said, but still 100% agreeing, is that you have to, as long as you continue to just have a process mm. and take it a step further, it has to be a process that you enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy the process, then you're kind of mm. screwed, right. you know? And like, and I don't know, maybe you continue the process, maybe you don't like the process at, at first, but then you have to learn to enjoy it. I, I mean, I can use training, you know, I can use working out as an example. Like a lot of people, that first day, they're not with it. It's rough. Either the first week, the first month, they're not with it. Yeah. But after a while, they start to realize how good they feel afterwards. And like they start to see like, oh, shoot, like this is this is dope. Like I can say like, you know, it, as a stand up comedian, I'm sure like when you first went up, you were like, Ugh, this is hard. And I don't know if you bombed or not. I bombed. It was awful. Yeah. It, but but it, was it, bo- it was awful. It was terrible. That it didn't go like my dream went. Exactly. But then, like, you know, but then, yeah. and probably the second time it was probably bad too. But after that a second wh- time, was fire. <laughs> but, 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 that, but even still, like, that first, that first, that first time was, was tough, you know, but yeah. there, but there, and eventually you're just like, yo, like, regardless, like, this is what I do and I enjoy doing it. And mm. so I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. That's the same thing with, like, that's, I think, and now I think, you know that you like you automatically do that you'll automatically get up and go like go up on stage and do your thing that's a process and so you don't really have to worry about whether or not the plan is going to be is going to be fulfilled or executed because your focus is the process so you know like yo as long as i keep doing this and i'm digging it like doors are gonna open right so and i think that goes with everything you do 
you know, sure. like sports, you know, acting, music, like whatever. But you have to, if you really don't like, if you don't like the process, like, and it, and you never like it, like, then you're, you're, you're just lying to yourself. I think it's almost like being a great athlete who doesn't love the sport they play. Right. That's why you have football some, is a prime example. Yeah. You have to love football yeah. to, to play that because especially in the NFL, you have to love it because, you know, you put in everything and you don't get a ton back. So I feel you. That's a good place to. Yeah, you got you got. To, so plug right. plug what you got going on again. Oh, man, there's just so many cool things got going. No, um. February fifth, I'll be at the Comedy Store at eight p.m. I'll be there. And what day is that? Let's say it's a Monday. It's a very random day of the week, but Ooh. it is what it is. I might be able to make it. Hey man, I'm coming from Pasadena. Yeah, so. yeah, do, do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, and then for my Florida people, I just posted a show that I'm throwing February tenth, which is a Saturday for my birthday out there. So um, it literally got posted like two hours ago. So it's a very new post. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully, a lot of people show up and show love. I want a cake, all right? I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, <laughs> I, want, I want a I cake. I want a homemade cake from somebody. And um, I hope it's delicious. <laughs> right? That's, that's, I'm just going to... Are you doing anything out in L.A. for your birthday? Well, my actual birthday is... I'll be here for my actual birthday, so I don't know... What? Cause look, my birthday is actually a few days after I get back, so I haven't planned anything back. I'm hopefully call Christine, tell her we're using the house. Oh no, it's gonna be well, cause my birthday is like like Valentine's, right? So it's like, is it really? Listen, man. Oh jeez, all the single ladies, come on out. Desperation day, ladies. You know what I'm saying? Hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your kids, exactly. So I don't like. That's Valentine's was a weird time for people to like yeah. celebrate because either you're elated or you're broke or you're like sad as shit. You know, I will say for your sake, Valentine's Day, like you're a single man. True. There's plenty of single ladies out there. They probably don't want to sit at home and be single on Valentine's Day, so they need something to do. That's what that's so we got to throw this shit. Oh, <laughs> about to turn all the way up. There's his, expectations with it. Listen, we can discuss this off off camera. Yeah, we wanna... can, we can. But I'm just look. This is just. I know. Average. This you, is free advertising. You know what this is? This is you getting excited because you booed up and you want somebody to go out there and do some reckless stuff. Hey, on Valentine's I hate. It, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, I probably won't. I probably won't be there. I know <laughs> you won't be there. You better not be there. Yeah, I probably won't. You'd be. Hey, you seen Ever? Yeah, he's he's homeless. Yeah, man. I'm a. <laughs> <laughs> He's old. He, he moved back. He moved back to the bay, dog. You know what happened? He he, he, he hang out with his girl on Valentine's, and she threw and him out. She kicked him out. No, oh, man. But anyway, um, unofficial therapy people, you know the routine. Um, IG me, Twitter at Sexy Comedy. Thank you guys for listening. As always, tell your friends. It's on the podcast app if they want to subscribe. Unofficial therapy podcast. Um, Mash up once again whatever yes, I hate traffic podcast. I hate traffic podcast. Uh, thanks y'all for listening. Um, th- yeah, there's a few things I gotta fix. Um, iTunes is is messing with me. So in the meantime, check out uh, SoundCloud.com/slash I hate traffic podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Chill. <laughs>